In a world where all the movies are about superheroes, two friends team up to talk about movies from a simpler time, a time before iPhones. They'll search for deeper meaning, mock things they don't like, and of course, there will be spoilers. Please join Terrence McHenry and Hollis Lazzarini as they get real nostalgic. Hey, everybody. Hey. Yeah. Back again. Back again. For Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> 1998, directed by Terry Gilliam. Yes. From, so, isn't he from the, uh, gosh darn it, don't say the Holy Grail crew, all right. the Monty Python. Yes, mm-hmm. right? Yes, I saw that at the very end. It shows his name first on the road as it's ending. And when I looked at that, it struck me as that, and I meant to Google it and see, totally like went to do it, lost track of that thought, didn't do it. But yes, once you started to say it, I was like, yes. I yes, knew you it. are correct. Yes. And this film was adapted from the novel written by Hunter S. Thompson mm-hmm. called Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, a savage journey to the heart of the American dream. Yes, yes. And it, it's not it, it's not something I really thought about much except for this viewing. So we'll talk a little. I want to talk to you about that a little okay. bit. And then um, I want to tell you that the the Red Shark, the nineteen seventy one Chevy or Chevrolet yeah, Impala, Chevy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was Hunter S. Thompson's car. Really? Yeah. Wow. So he was involved. You know, he he really got to know Johnny Depp. They became friends, hanging mm-hmm. out. He gave him his whole wardrobe. Wow. So, yeah, so all of those clothes, he still had all the clothes that he was wearing in, in 71. Wow. And which reminds me, one of my favorite outfits was this, um, Duke's wearing this black, it's like a, t- it looks like a towel with okay. yellow flowers all over it. Okay. And I just thought it was the craziest shirt. And, nice. and so when I learned that, I'm like, wow. Dude, that's pretty dope. clothes in good shape. So that meant they were probably very similar in size then, obviously, if yeah. he was able to wear all those clothes. Um. I wondered whether or not Johnny Depp, if they shaved his head like that, or if it was like a like a hair cap or something like that, because it looked pretty legit. Like yeah, Hunter S. Thompson shaved his head. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they spent, I think, about four months together just mm-hmm. so he could get the mannerisms down and and the the inflection in his voice. Yes. And yeah, I think he really nailed it. Yeah, no doubt. And then the two characters in the film are um, Ruel Duke, mm-hmm. who is, you know, a.k.a. Hunter S. Thompson. Yes. And then Dr. Gonzo. Yes. Who is based on Oscar Zeta Acosta, mm-hmm. who was a friend of Hunter S. Thompson's and was an attorney, but yes. not Samoan. So I think that the opening quote was really, like, quite appropriate. Yeah. What, what kind of, like, sets us up to go into this really insane film <laughs> and it's the um it says he who makes a beast of himself gets rid of the pain of being a man yes and that was uh who said it samuel johnson samuel yes it just it makes so much sense because when you when you come into this film you're right in a trip with them mm-hmm. like the, we don't have an introduction no it's just boom hi we're yeah. on drugs <laughs> and driving down this desert highway <laughs> To get to Las Vegas, like, 
What a better place to be tripping out on drugs right, right. now. Welcome. And seeing bats. Seeing bats. <laughs> and, and the thing about that is, is that that's what's so crazy about hallucinogenics is that mm-hmm. when you're on them, you do think that everyone sees exactly what you see. Yes. So when he freaks out and he's like, oh my gosh, should I tell him about the bats? And he goes, he's it's like, fine. He'll the find out The crazy bastard's going to find out in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just a, it's just a, a reality. Mm-hmm. It's an assumption that no he would... And so... I I like how this film captures certain parts of that experience that mm-hmm. other films really hadn't hit that mark. They no. hadn't really captured in a bottle what some of the elements about being on those drugs is like. True. Very true. And it's insane. Yeah, no doubt. So then we get the, the flashback to how we've gotten into this position. Mm-hmm. There's something about... I don't know. Okay, so the movie's really dark, right? Yes. It is a dark comedy. But the thing that is interesting to me is that everything is also really bright and colorful. Yeah, yeah. Almost to bring it up a notch so that it doesn't hit as hard as how dark it gets. I got what you're saying. And so in the sequence when they're getting everything together, Mm -hmm. it seems it feels kind of lighthearted. Like, oh, cool. We're going on a trip. Like, let's go get all our supplies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's laden with um, dark elements because they get caught up at first. Like, there's the first moment when he's super rude to the dude who brings him the phone. Mm -hmm. And he throws the money at him. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, ugh. But I think think about that. So when he does that, because he does that a couple of times throughout the movie, if if you notice. Mm -hmm. Um I think that certain people feel like they're above what you're there for at that moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I love how they're able to basically step into like a hotel or into a situation and be like, I want to get this suite and I don't want to pay for it. You know what I mean? Right. And, and there's this whole con to, to be able to do it. And it's like, they lived in a time when that was easy to do and you could just split. And now this is like completely impossible. You ain't doing this. Oh, no. Yeah. And so I now want us like read some of his stuff just to really get a feel of what this dude was really like. You know what I mean? And if you like this movie, I think you'd like the book. Yeah. yeah. It um, when I was reading excerpts from it, mm-hmm. you hear him. I feel like they probably did a really good job with the adaptation of bringing that element in yeah, yeah. through the narration. Yeah. Even though it's a little mumbled and mm-hmm. um, he's hard to understand at some yes. points, I think obviously that's by design. Yes. And I think I did the same, like I said, I did the same thing as you. At one point I had to watch it with the captions on. And I typically don't like watching movies with the captions on unless they're like a, a foreign film where they do speak English, but their dialect is really tough for me. But I actually think I enjoyed it more with the captions on because it gave me a better understanding right. of, it, yeah, of this very too. strange movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. And when they were when they were having a conversation at the table, they bring up this whole element about we're going to go chase the American dream in Vegas. Mm-hmm. He has this assignment to go cover. Um, and it, this was actually what had happened was it, it was for the Mint 400 and it yes. was to write captions for the photos. Okay. That part wasn't clear to me. Okay, that's what they were there yeah. for. Because that's why they teamed him up with the photographer. Yes. yes. Okay. And I love how this is a approach to attaining or chasing the American dream that I've never seen before because mm-hmm. they're just going to load up on drugs. Yes. And ride the dragon 
in like the craziest place to do that. Yeah, no doubt. And it's just it made it made the viewing for me a lot different. Okay. Because it doesn't really come up. It's not it's not something that they keep. It's not it's not an anchor no. at all in this film. It just kind of pops up every now and again. And they're just like, yeah. oh, blah, blah, blah. And then like it's just another passing fancy yes. in between like all of these crazy scenes of hallucinations. For sure. For sure, for sure. I love in the car how they're just top back drinking, doing all the different drugs that they're doing. Like it's nothing and flying down the road. And then when they come upon Toby Maguire, who is the <laughs> hitchhiker, like, like <laughs> I was like, dude, you're out in the middle of the desert. What did, what did you expect for somebody that was going to stop and pick you up? And what killed me was they passed him at such a high rate of speed. Did you notice this? Yeah. And then they're talking about picking him up and they're still going at that same rate of speed. But when they show them stopped, He's like not that far back. Like, totally. Yeah. And I'm just like, wait a minute. And then they do the crazy backup and he's like, Boy, I ain't never rode in a convertible before. And then he sees him and he's like, Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about these two dudes. I don't know. I'm a I'm a normal dude and I'm not I'm not gonna pick up a hitchhiker. I don't even care if it's I mean, a girl. I I'm just not gonna pick up a hitchhiker. I'm just not into it. But if you are going to get picked up in the middle of the desert, this is something I think maybe you should ex- expect. Well, you know, yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's a it's a mixed bag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think that there was this that to me the way he plays it is that he's like kind of this innocent, almost like For he's sure. like this is my first trip out west, <laughs> you know, and he's he's just this little doe-eyed boy. No doubt, mm-hmm. I have asthma <laughs> when he offers them the joint. <laughs> And so I think that maybe initially it's like, oh, maybe these are just weird California folk, you know. I've heard about them California folk before. And then when he gets in, he's in the car and now we're going 90 again or Mm -hmm. whatever is happening. And my favorite moment is when um, Duke kind of starts to question this dude's motives. And and he thinks he's having just the inner dialogue. And Mm. then he hears his own voice and he's like, did I just say that out loud? (laughs) And the guy in the back seat, the hitchhiker is kind of like, but it's funny because when you watch it, his lips aren't truly moving to the words. So Mm -hmm. you wonder, is it just inside his head? Is it just the narrative? And I was thinking the same thing. And so then, but like I said, I love how the hitchhiker in the back and he's, he's just got this kind of strange look like what have I gotten myself into? Like, and then when he crawls into the yeah. back seat, oh, no. like, <laughs> no, 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 I might've tucked and rolled at that point, <laughs> grabbed my bags <laughs> and tucked and rolled and took my chances. It was a deserted highway. It was probably a good chance <laughs> that I'm not going to get hit by another car. Oh. I, I might have taken a chance at that point. Like, oh, you're like, okay, my life or a broken arm. I just <laughs> I'd have put like, like <laughs> one bag around my head and one around my body and did the tuck and roll. Like, I, I for reals. Once he started crawling into the backseat. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that was bad. <laughs> and if that didn't get you, you know, then when, when Gonzo starts freaking out about how he needs his medicine. Arms straight up in the air. Like, does this... 
jerk move to pull the car over to the side of the road. And he's like, oh, medicine, medicine, medicine. I need it. And it, I think it was like smelling sauce. Like it's one of the, I think it was one of those things like if somebody gets like knocked out. Oh, the salts. Like the a new a, like a, a ammonia. Yeah, uh huh. Though I think that's what it was. But he, they said what it was, and I don't remember now. But it's it's something something else. But it yeah. operates the same exact way. And then because so he gives it to him, and then he's like, okay, and then he's like, and then one for the doctor. Right. And that's when the hitchhiker's like, oh, oh. dude, <laughs> I really got into the wrong car. <laughs> I mean, what would you do if the driver looked at you, was look staring you down in the rear view like he was, and then says, "Oh, don't worry, I was just admiring the shape of your skull." Yeah, and then they're like trying to offer him the joy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they're like, "No, nah, this is the lumpiest, worst skull you could ever think about." Right. Yeah, no, it's not the one you're looking for. Yeah, it's for. not the one you want. I'm telling you, this one is not a good one. Once they get rid of the, rid of the hitchhiker, then they're yes. both like kind of it's, you know, they're both freaking out. Like, and I'm thinking, well, neither of you want to be around each other. You're actually no. totally safe. But he offers him his his half of the sunshine acid, and we yes. better hurry up and get to the hotel. Yeah, you have like thirty minutes. I he's <laughs> like, as your lawyer, I suggest that you drive at a high rate of speed, and uh, you might just make it in time before it kicks in. And my favorite part is. Or my first favorite Gonzo line uh-huh. is he they're driving along and he pulls out the cocaine. Yes. And he opens it and it just goes it just all over spills. the place. Yes. And he goes, do you see what God, God. just did to us, man? He's like, he's like, God didn't do that to us. You're a, a narcotics agent or something like that. He says. He gets all skeptical of him. <laughs> oh, my God. And then when he licks this, the suitcase, that mm-hmm. was an improv. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. But they make it to the hotel, mm-hmm. and uh, it it the, the acid is in in the full throes, and they've full. also been on mescaline this yes. whole time, as well. Yeah, I'm not sure what mescaline is. It really plays with time, okay, a lot. Like it can make seconds seem really, really long, okay, and it's also hallucinogen, so it's it's okay. pretty powerful and and they're whatever, mixing all these things together yeah like it seems like they're mostly doing hallucinogenics yeah so acid mescaline and then you know cannabis is going to For increase sure. the effects effects of those things For sure. then they're drinking cocaine beers and alcohol and yeah. ether and ether yeah and that so was the it's one like, i was like wow like damn. huffing ether yeah like full-on like I remember I grew up where I grew up in L.A. Um, there was this couple that lived in a Ford Pinto station wagon. It was probably maybe an 80s, early 80s version of this thing that they lived in. Mm-hmm. But the guy, and I'm sure she did it too, but I only saw it on him. He huffed spray paint out of a brown like paper bag. And he'd have this ring of the color of whatever paint he used that went around his face because he'd use the brown paper bag and be like, like inhaling it back and forth. And that's how they would like get high. So that's what I was thinking that this ether was like. It was like this, but isn't ether the other thing that they used to knock people out? Is that what that stuff is called? No, that's chloroform. Yeah. And so I was like, are they trying to knock themselves out or maybe they're only doing a little bit to get like loopy, but 
It seems like it affected their bodies. Yes, like heavily. their motor, yeah, yeah, their motor skills. Yes. And the way he describes it is just like, whoa. I yeah. mean, it doesn't sound like anything I'd want to do. No, and that's one of those moments when they're walking up, like I'm losing it. Like mm-hmm. the way they walk, it, it's just killing me. Like in the very, I remember the very first time I'd seen the movie. Like it was the same thing. It just made me laugh out loud in that moment. And then again, be like, I don't know that I could be that person in public. Like, can I be that? Like, can I not care that much to go out and do that? Yeah. I, I, I don't. I, don't I, I can't. No. That's not me. No. I can't do that. <laughs> and that's one of the things about this film that is kind of unnerving at points where you're just because they don't care. Mm-hmm. And I think it's beyond. Or I don't think it's just because of the drugs. I think it's a personality thing. For sure. And so it, it's kind of fascinating to watch people like that on that many drugs because mm-hmm. we've both seen people on like extreme amounts of drugs, oh, like yeah. ridiculous amounts of drugs. Oh, if yeah. you've gone to Reagan on the River, you've oh, seen yeah. it. Oh, yeah. And so <laughs> <laughs> like you take that and you put it in Vegas and it's like, whoa, yeah, it's, 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 this is, this is exactly what I would think that would, yeah. what would happen. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of disturbs me on yeah, a yeah. level, you know? So when they get checked in, and the acids kicked in, the mescaline's rolling, and and, and how do all you this decipher sudden, between the two? <laughs> I don't even know. But there seems to be no end. Like they, no. there's, there's no like, oh, I'm high enough now. No, no, we'll just it's, take I'm more, add and more, more to this, yeah, and more, yeah. And then like they black out and like take more, but don't know what they took, mm-hmm. and like, wow. <laughs> and it never stops. Never stops. Never ever. But when they get into the hotel room, I thought it was interesting in both hotel rooms, they always have American flags everywhere. Yes. And I think maybe that's that tie-in that I'm yes. looking for to the whole like concept of the American dream and like they're bringing it with them. It's like it's part of their fucking trip. Yes. Um, and did you notice in the first hotel room they asked for the, he goes, I want a soundproof room. Did yeah. you hear him say that? Mm-hmm. And I was like, is there a such thing? Like, I want to go to a hotel room and be like... <laughs> I need to. I want to go to a hotel and be like, I need a soundproof room. Will they have that? I have no idea. I uh, mean, I, 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 they should, <laughs> but I, I don't know. Yeah, and so I was like, yeah, because they party hard. Like, that's why he wants that soundproof room. Is that that's my thought? You know what I mean? They go in and they have their suitcase of fun, right? Right. And so they're getting that room that has no sound so that they can be in there doing their thing and not get disturbed except for room service. Right. (laughs) Comes in ridiculous amounts. Mm -hmm. And like like right away. Yes. So when they're in there and I thought it was so weird that it it feels like they have a a window that's like flashing a neon light Mm -hmm. into the room the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think there is. It's just the way the room is lit. But it feels like that from the beginning. Like the first hotel room is um, dark. Yes. And kind of it feels a little dingy or run down or something. Mm-hmm. And it it felt more appropriate when that one got trashed, mm-hmm. right? Like the, what happens to that hotel room is it's beyond. It is. And then I'm thinking, is he using, he's saying all these things and he's like the pornographic pictures that someone appears to have smeared mustard on. Is he talking about, he's like, because it dries to this yellow, whatever. Is he talking about mustard or is he talking about? We don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and then all the red on the wall is, is it blood or is it glazed ketchup, which is what he said it was. Like, I'm just like, dude, what the I'm just hell? hoping it's ketchup. Yeah, me too. 
I'm like, dude, are you admitting to like murdering people? Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, because I've never, you know, I've taken hallucinogens, but I've never I hallucinated like like, like you that. see portrayed in this film. No, and I think it's because. I've never done all the drugs at the same at time. The same time. <laughs> like, just give me all the drugs. I'm just going to yeah. do them all at once. No. Like the not. bar with the lizards, the just... jar of nuts that turns to like worms mm-hmm. and then the thing just splatting in. I'm like, oh, dude. Mm-mm. Like, dude, that's the kind of trip you want. Right. That's, right. That's what you're searching for, dude. That's so not what I would be looking for. <laughs> no. Because at so many points, it, when they get back to the room, he goes and hides yeah. behind the bar. <laughs> <laughs> He's like cuddled down there. That that seems like the appropriate response to what you like. Exactly. Yes. Yes. But, and I love Bad it. Bad trip. Right. Bad trip. <laughs> My favorite hallucination, though, in mm. that moment was when the photographer shows up. Yes. And he's just he's just excited about covering the Mint 400. He's like, yeah. 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 And he's, he's like naming pumped. off all the bikes. Yeah. Yeah. And when he like turns to the army guy and then he's still naming the bikes, but like <laughs> the machine guns in the background and like, oh, it's so, oh my God, it was brilliant. It really was. It was a great scene. And then they pull up to the other vehicle and it's like another vehicle with like one of those M50s on the top and Raul is, or Duke is just freaking out. He's like, oh God, oh God, oh God. And it's like, dude, like this shit that you're seeing is on like a whole nother level and you keep adding to it. Like, yeah. I don't get you, dude, but it's awesome. Well, and that's, yeah, because when he showed up to the race mm-hmm. that morning mm-hmm. and like they don't sleep ever. No, it's all, it's like series of like, you know, points where they black out, but like mm-hmm. and maybe pass out from exhaustion, mm-hmm. but they don't ever sleep mm-hmm. uh, on purpose. Yes. That's, I guess that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because so. he said one point he was like, I think I've been up for 36 hours. I don't even know. Exactly. Yeah. And probably longer. Mm-hmm. But when he gets and the the race, like um, those types of races, it is interesting when you think about covering the race, right? Mm-hmm. The logistics of covering the race. Like, mm-hmm. how do you do that? And so it is kind of funny to me that when he when he gets there and he's trying to, like, do his job. Mm-hmm. But that's not why he's there. No. And so he he it's clearly not going to take it seriously. <laughs> But it's just a series of watching dudes take off on bikes. Yeah. To st- and, and when it's... he goes through that whole sequence and he, with the beer and it turns to dust. And like you said, like the dudes mud. in the dudes in the middle of the desert. Yeah. And then when he gets, when he fires the photographer and gets left in the desert, my question is, how in the hell did he make his way back? Yeah. Because the next scene, he's like back in the convertible and they're in <laughs> Vegas again. It's like, did that even happen? Yeah. Was it all in his head? Yeah. Like, yeah. did he even ever leave the hotel room? Because I don't believe he would have found his way back. No way, dude. That's it. They're out in the middle of the desert at that point. Like, it couldn't be that easy. And then, like, it, yeah. Like, that, I thought it was funny. I thought the same thing. I was like, dude, I would have been like, and like who, rescue me. Who would know? Who yeah. would know you lied about that? <laughs> <laughs> Call me on it. I dare you. Oh, you mean the 900th guy on a bike that took off in the dust storm? I oh, did was I? There. Did I? Yeah, I was there. Yeah. Prove I wasn't. I love how Lacerda was like, they're in the Jeep together and he's just snapping away at with the camera. And he's like, I'm just trying different filters out to see what's going to work in this mess. Okay. 
<laughs> you don't even see anything. All you see is the dust because the bikes are just constantly on takeoff. And he's just like, oh, shit. <laughs> he's just overly upbeat. Oh, he's about it. Yeah. He's really going to get these these photos, the he's... right photos for those captions. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and so when they are back in Vegas, they're headed to um, go see the Debbie Reynolds show. Yes. The vocals that you hear in the scene of Debbie Reynolds, mm-hmm. it was her. Really? Yeah. They asked, um, they knew, or Terry Gilliam knew Carrie Fisher. Okay. And he asked her, she asked her mom, and uh, she's all, sure. Wow. And I love how uh, Gonzo's like, we know Debbie Reynolds personally. We used to <laughs> romp. I was like, what, what? Is he saying that they used to like have sex? Is that what he's saying? <laughs> Like, I wasn't sure what that meant. <laughs> what are you implying, sir? <laughs> but he was like, he finally decided to let us in for free or for nothing as long as we stood in the back and didn't smoke. Yeah. I think he was just like, dude, I just want to get these dudes the hell out of here. Right. And out of my face. Fine. Go in. Please. Please. Just stand. Don't smoke. And they were in there for 10 were... seconds. It was, I counted, it was 10 seconds. <laughs> Getting carried out. <laughs> and once they leave there, we cut into the scene where they decide he Gonzo's like, the mescaline isn't working. Yeah. Give me the ether. Yes. And I like that we had the warning about the ether mm-hmm. early on because, you know, because like we were talking about, we don't know what that is. Yeah. What, you know, so we've but we've been warned. Of course. In the car. Yeah. Scene. Once you get into the ether. It's yeah. He's like, dude, it's some crazy stuff when you're in the middle of an ether binge. And so the hilarity of watching them try to walk. Oh, dude, I was losing it. Losing it. Halls. Like <laughs> if I and, and that was often my thought. If I'm standing outside this hotel room and see these two jokers trying to like high step it over barriers that aren't there, half keeled over, in this needing day a and, V8, dude, in this day and age, I'd have been like, dude, you guys got to oh, see this, like, right? you know what I'm saying, like for reals, I'd have been like, I couldn't explain this, so I had to film it, like this is what I saw in Vegas, like I would love it because in me filming it, you would hear me losing my shit on on it. nice (laughs) and there's also the awareness and the knowledge the pre-knowledge of Mm -hmm. like vegas where when he's walking up and he knows the drill and so he's got his two crumpled bills out in his hand yeah because he knows what he needs to do to get in for sure also that they love a drunk in vegas yeah because then they can give up their money basically they're going to come and gamble and be more loose with their money at least and Circus Circus didn't want their name associated, so that's, so that's why what they, the, it was the change, Wonka, whatever was it, it was, was, that it was like called? Bo- Bazooka Circus, something, something like that. Something, Yeah. With the, the bar inside like that, that's their famous little rotating bar. And yeah, yeah. I got to say, like, worst place to trip ever. And, like, and worst even, place ever. Even to be really drunk. Yeah, like, like no. You want me to... You want me in here? Drinking and then to step off of a moving platform? Like, really? <laughs> Like this is this is the worst place, and so when they're in the worst place tripping, and the mescaline hits, and Gonzo looks at him, and he goes, "I'm having the fear." Yeah, and, and he's, he's like, like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> and this is when they kind of bring up the American dream again. He's like, "We're yes. in the central nerve of it," and he's like, "That's what gives me the fear." Yeah. <laughs> the fear. It's like I got to get out of here, man. It's the like, paranoid point in a trip. It's 
only funny if you're not yes in it like, yes if you're in it it's the worst thing yes and he's like i gotta leave the country <laughs> <laughs> it's that bad I have to say, I'm glad I've never had a trip that like that. Like I've, I've never had a bad though. one, but oh. I have. No, I it, I was in San Diego just past weekend, and yeah, I had to talk a friend through some stuff, but it was okay. She's ended up okay, but like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was I'm like, remember, she's, okay. she's. I was like, I remember. It's not real. Like, just remember that. It's yeah. totally not real. It's gonna pass. It's gonna pass, and pretty soon you're not even gonna remember it. But my favorite part of the of the scene is when he can't he can't get off of the very slow moving <laughs> rotating bar and when he finally gets kicked off but yes. the best part to me is when he he knows who did it but then he forgets and he walks over and he's like some dude just kicked me yeah. off the bar because <laughs> oh, he did try to like get him at first when he did it yeah dude I love that part oh. And then, and it's like, then that's the cemented reality. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that, that Duke's also probably almost forgotten about it too. Mm-hmm. Or like, it's like, oh, cool. That's what you re- you'll remember. Like, yeah, keep yeah. it moving. Yeah. You'll always think going. it was somebody else. <laughs> it wasn't me. Oh my God. <laughs> and so they get back up to the hotel room and they can't get in. Well, first they go to the wrong door. Yeah. Wrong door, wrong door. He keeps saying it to him. And then he gets over the other door and his key's not working. But I think he had Lacerda's key. Yeah. Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. Okay, so then they bust the door open with the the cart. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when things just kind of get to a kind of a, a point with them. Yeah. Because he's past like, he's, he's like, okay, I'm not going to leave now. All of a sudden, maybe he's forgot about it or something. Mm-hmm. But he pulls out this huge ass knife. Yes. He starts waving it around in Duke's mm-hmm. face. Yeah. E. <laughs> Oh, no, no. That's another, yeah, this is not a good thing to do while I'm tripping balls, man. Like, And then with the added thing I was talking about with the neon flashing, like, yeah. it's just, it's like, this it's... is a really bad room to be in. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> Get out of there. And he does. Yes, he does. And I love what he says. He's like, you could turn your back on a person, but you can never turn your back on a drug. It's so and true. he like backs out of the hotel room while he's standing there with the knife. He kind of has another contemplative moment where he's like, what am I doing? I'm, am I writing a story? Yeah. Am I? What, what is happening here? And it's those weird cognizant things in the narration that always kind of give me a, a pause because the, the hallucination parts and like they can get there's violence in it, you mm-hmm. know, that it's really intense. And For so sure. then you get this like narration that comes out of nowhere almost mm-hmm. that that goes oh like kind of like what you're saying about being that voice of reason like it's okay yeah, you know, yeah. like th- that's not happening to you yeah. like that's you know happening to these characters and it's it's not real yeah even though the destruction that they've done is like real <laughs> 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 like he's got like he's in the bathtub and he's got like like maybe is it food in there uh, it's with like them. the worst looking bathwater. Like ever at seen. first, I'm like, dude, and then he kind of like farts uh-huh. at one point, and I'm like, dude, is he in like shit water? Oh no! Like I'm like kind of grossed out about it, but he's really just kind of kicking it in there. But I think it's like food. I think it was food and it was alcohol. Yeah, because um, there was like floating cans in there, and it yeah. kind of looked like the suds from a beer. Yeah. But he, we learn, has eaten like the rest of the acid. Mm-hmm. 
I don't even know what that means. I mean, I have no idea how to gauge how much drugs they're on at this point. There's no, no way to know. No, there really isn't. Because like, like we were saying earlier, it was like a constant go at it. And I, they weren't even done with whatever the feels were of what they'd taken before, before they're adding something else to it. He was like, the acid was wearing off, but the mescaline was just then kicking in. And I was like, dude, this is spoken like a true druggie. Like, how do you know that this one's ending and this one's beginning? Like, right. Like how? Like, yeah. And like, he totally has, yeah, yeah. enough experience with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah. So this scene in the bathtub and Gonzo asked him to, he wants him to throw the radio into the bathtub when mm. the white rabbit eats his own head right yeah and he tries to explain to him like that will kill you you yeah. will blast you through the wall with it's like you're crazy man that'll blast you through the wall it's like no it won't <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about I've eaten a full sheet of acid. I clearly know more than I, you. Clearly, I'm I'm so much more open-minded than you yeah. are right now. Are you kidding me? Like, I have extra acid <laughs> protection power now. I see clearly. Just yeah. throw the damn radio just, yeah, in the water. Yeah, just do what I want you to yeah. do already. Please. It's going to take me to the higher level. Yes. That's what I think he was looking for. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's just, it's it's there's like that level of disgustingness about mm-hmm. it, right? Yeah. But it's also hilarious. For sure. Because as any true friend, you know, luckily this dude is like not far gone enough to be like, oh, okay. Yeah. And realizes like, yeah, they don't really yeah. get hurt. And so he, he grabs a grapefruit. Dude. <laughs> and he turns on that Jefferson airplane. And he lets that note roar and he turns it up upon requests. Yeah, turn it up. Turn it up. And he just pops him right in dude, the, in oh the head God. with the grapefruit. Like, it splatters on his skull. And I was like, dude, that had to hurt. Like, I don't care if it was pre-cut, dude. Because the way it kind of like splattered on his head, like, that had to hurt. It's, yes. So I had told you after we recorded last time that there was this weird thing that I picked up on in this movie. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's not, they're not related at all. Okay. I just thought it was weird. Yeah. So... In Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, the song is Jefferson Airplane, The White Rabbit. Mm-hmm. And then Duke goes back and he starts reminiscing about how he went to the club, The Matrix. Yes. In The Matrix, yes. <laughs> there's a scene when Neo answers the door and they he had been told to follow The White Rabbit. Yes. And I just thought it was weird. Yeah. And I just wanted to tell you I remembered. Nice. <laughs> Bringing it back full circle, baby. There it is. There you there go. There it is. Air high five. Oh, boom. <laughs> yeah. So I think it was a really good decision to not electrocute his friend and yes. then to just kind of try and, you know, just go into self-protect mode. Yeah, yeah. You know, get yeah. some get some mace, get this guy to like stay in there, like just stay away. The mace and the megaphone. Yeah. Eminem, baby. My second favorite line from Dr. Gonzo. Mm-hmm. And he, he tells Duke... You know, I don't know why you're freaking out. Like, I just want to carve a little Z yeah. in your forehead. He's like, no, he goes, he goes, uh, you want to carve me up? And he's like, who said anything about carving you up? And he's like, I don't want to carve you up. I just want to carve a little Z in your head. I was like, what? And then at one point he wakes up and he's got it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah. It, it, I, I just, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> 
It's it's the it's the it's weird the way drug. He wields it. And it's the drug addled like there's this thing about Gonzo where he is so scary at yeah. points, but he does not conceive of himself no. in that way at all, even no. that high. And so it's no. like he's almost like offended, like a little boiler. He's like, I don't wanna like hurt you. No. Like I just wanna like carve a little skin here. <laughs> I love the other scene with him in the elevator. We'll get to that, but Oh yeah, well that that's right. We're right in the yeah. area because he's all pissed off because you <laughs> because know he's you know Lacerda's got questioned. his girl. Yeah, you know. Well, he's being questioned by the one guy. The one guy he says, "Oh yeah, I drive." She's like, "Are you a writer?" And at first, the first time I I'd heard it, I thought she was saying writer, mm. like writer. Right. You know what I mean? I wasn't thinking writer. So then finally, when I did it with the captions, I realized she's saying writer and then he's he's like he kind of like goes along with it because he feels like they have that moment where they like have eye contact and she's fallen in love with him in his mind right and he's like oh yeah i ride the big fuckers and then um raul or duke says some company name or something and the guy's like bullshit right and he takes offense to that and he's like in there and he's like then he goes over to Lacerda and he's doing this like, like in the mirror, I was doing it because I wanted to see like how he was oh, yeah, with doing the, it with like the yeah. knife and like slapping his elbow. And then the funny part is the elevator door opens and there's this older like couple standing there and they look in and he's like got the knife up and he like looks back over his shoulder and they like look at each other and the, the door closes. But he's like, like still like wielding the knife like and isn't that that you know i never really thought about those moments are mm -hmm. really the things that remind us that even though it's easy to kind of get carried away and think it's all a hallucination mm -hmm. there's these moments where you get to see real people in you know like the perception of real people in 71 who see these crazy things happening <laughs> and they're like oh uh-uh we're nope. not getting on this <laughs> we're in no rush <laughs> please go on you guys are full <laughs> Cameron Diaz's character she's just like it's in, it's an innocent thing you yeah, know she's no just like oh well, we could probably could like feature you yeah, yeah. and it you we didn't realize you. you were talking to yeah. somebody that's like so <laughs> On a not whole here other level. not even here <laughs> and then you're stuck and now you're in an elevator like worst place for this conversation to happen it's like the worst and then now he's brandishing a knife oh no <laughs> Like, like you want to talk about a New York minute, like, dude, please. yes. Oh my God. Go to Vegas. <laughs> what do you call that? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yes. So we, we clear out of here, but Gonzo's gone first. Mm -hmm. It's so gross. The hotel room looks so dude, gross. It's so nasty. It really is. It's like. I feel so bad for anyone to have to clean that up. Oh, it's just not right. No. Under a fake name, though. He says it. He's like, yeah. checking into a hotel room under a fake name. Right. So it ain't going to follow him. Nope. Again, living in a time when you could do that. Yeah. And yeah. when he's leaving that spot, his his car is full of yeah. like grapefruits and stuff. soap and, and soap, alcohol yeah. and like towels. <laughs> and I... That's when that weird little moment happens when the dude runs out mm -hmm. and he has the telegram. Yes. And the telegram is from Thompson. Yes. And so that's that other weird thing to me. I'm like, oh my God, that's like that weird hallucinogenic, almost like wormhole yeah. where, you know, it's like 
here comes Hunter S. Thompson into the movie. <laughs> you know, it's so weird because yeah, yeah. it's like he because Raul knows exactly what it is. For sure. But he shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Right. Because no. he is a character. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's it's a it's just it, I thought that was interesting. And the conversation is actually really that funny. guy is the same guy. He was actually in a show called 24. I was actually pretty stoked to see him. And he was like the president after yeah. President Palmer. Yeah. I forget what his name was, but he was like kind of like the crazy president yeah he doesn't yeah. always play nice guy Terrence. no Mm-mm. but he in this nice, one he was nice, nice in this one yeah, yeah. he's trying to work things out mm-hmm. and you know? i love how uh duke is thinking that he's coming after him to pay the bill and he's like just trying like everything he can do to split like he's like at one point he's like whoa what was that and the guy looks and he like goes to take off but he gets him again like <laughs> and that and that level of courtesy, yeah. I don't think you'd, like, if that was today, they wouldn't have stopped. No, they just skirted it off. Just go. Them. Yeah. But in this, you know, there is that thing like, oh, well, he's still talking to me. <laughs> we'll gonna stay have for to a wait. second. Yeah, yeah. going to have to stop again <laughs> and try to find another way out of this. And he could just bail. Yeah. But, yeah. Then it would look bad, though. It would look like right. he was trying to get away, which he was. Yeah. But he doesn't want it to look like he's know, trying to get so, away. It's so funny. Yeah. I think we should try this on a hotel and see if we can make it work. <laughs> like a really, really nice hotel. Oh, my gosh. And like trash the place oh. under fake names. Yeah, I don't think this is possible. No, I don't think it is either. They're like, yeah, we need to, yeah, that's that would be. We'd have to be like super hackers. We need we need like an Oceans, yeah. you know, oh, ocean's situation. 11, yeah. yeah, Oceans yeah. 8, yeah, 11. Totally. We all... need the Oceans people Dude. to help us out. We need to please, get the crew together. Please, can we get and we'll that? make it happen. That's George. <laughs> Come on, George, <laughs> Mr. Clooney. May, don't let me be forward. Mr. Clooney, please help us out. Yeah. We've got ideas. <laughs> we do. We can have a grand time. <laughs> so much fun. Best hotel in this in this in Las Vegas. Come on. Yeah. Top notch. Oh my gosh. It'll be like a reality version of your famous films. Man. Oh my gosh. Yes. Come on. Please. Let's do this. Lower budget and everything. We want to be in the movie, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we want to be in the movie, though. That's that's the capper. That's what it is. Yeah. That's the deal. But we got we got ideas. Hey, it's a, so. it, hey. You know, I think you'd be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> yeah. What I think. No doubt. So Duke successfully escapes the situation, mm-hmm. and he hightails out of there. And the car is just trashed as well it really is like they put that car through i mean it's so clean at first yeah and so beautiful like but by the time that he's leaving that hotel it's not that good it's not good at all no no he has the urgency but he gets pulled over by the highway patrol and who is it it's gary Busey. oh my gosh (laughs) oh he's awesome in this too like it's like I said, he he walks up and he's I love I love how he's explaining what he's doing. He's like, many people don't understand, you know, how to deal with the highway cop. They get nervous and they just pull right over. You got to make them chase you. And he's like, and they will chase you. You got to step on the gas and go. But what they don't understand is why you've got the blinker on. And then he doesn't know that you're going to make a full right hand turn. And by the time he like regathers himself and gets to where he is, he's already standing outside the car. Yeah. And he comes up pissed. He's like, what the hell do you think you were? 
Oh my god. Oh, I'm losing it right now. I'm I losing know. it. <laughs> the hell do you think you're doing? <laughs> Give me your license. And it's the, you know, I kind of forgot about how many people pop up in this film. Oh, so many. There's so many people yeah. that show up in this movie. And they're just they've really really small roles. Yeah. And it and so when when he pops up, mm-hmm. I forgot he was in it. And so it in in the whole interaction is surprising considering that that's exactly what you don't do right Mm -hmm. when the highway patrolman's actually being calm and cool with them and all of that and and basically tells him like you know i think you you need to take a rest yeah like like, you're clearly like not doing well right (laughs) now you look tired (laughs) (laughs) but i love how he's like he's like no i can't do that if i do that I'll, i'll sleep for 20 hours like it'll be bad like that i can't do that and he's like listen you know this is what i'm gonna write in my book come this time you know what I mean? So yeah, you should you know go over there and get some rest, basically. And, right. And when and when the whole interaction wraps up and he drops that last little line, you know, can't you just give me a little kiss? Yeah, that it's was so an lonely ad-lib. out here, is it? Yep. And then later he's like, he, the cop had his way with me. He, right. He's like pretty much said he raped her. I know. Like. He's like. He's having this huge reaction to it as if something really horrible happened to him, but we don't know what happened. No. And so, you know, I feel like, like he kissed him. I totally do. And then he just like, he, because he wanted to get out of the situation, but then like, just let it happen. Yeah. I feel like that's what happened, but you don't see it. It's so lonely out here. And then when he, when he has his final freak out and he's on the phone with Gonzo and he mm-hmm. realizes like, Oh, I'm supposed to be back at the Flamingo. And I'm almost like, no, don't go back. I don't know if I can do this with you anymore. Like, it's getting really creepy, dude. <clears throat> Sorry. I love how he's like, you know, they're doing this this thing with the DA and the drug, blah, blah, blah. He's like, so if the pigs are going to be in, then I'm going to come in and represent the drug section of it. I love it when he says that. Yeah. He's gonna, but then he, once he gets there and the reality of it, like he's got this suitcase full of drugs and all these cops are around and then they show like the x-ray of it like, and he's walking with it and all the cops are just kind of looking at him because he's he looks way different than all of them, obviously. He's got like shorts on and like a r- reflector, like see-through. Almost like, like that classic gambler yes, visor. Yes, yes. Even that classic gambler look yeah, like totally. they've been sitting in a casino like all day long, yes. like drinking and playing craps or playing cards or something like that. And all the cops are just like, dude. And he's got this suitcase full of drugs man like oh. hardcore drugs yes not just like light weed and stuff like that no and i love how they keep showing that sign about marijuana like oh don't don't even play basically it was like uh possession 20 years sale life oh that was like serious yeah. serious it business. really was yeah it, it's scary you yeah. know when you think about that like no doubt. uh you know state law versus federal law mm-hmm. something you know woo, yeah e. But my favorite in this scene mm-hmm. is the interaction, is the desk clerk. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's so hilarious because I actually agree with Raul's impression yes. of, of the situation. Yes. To where it's like, actually, this is like one of those rare moments where the person behind the desk like What's has the power. What's that guy's name? Christopher Maloney. Yes. It's just a brilliant performance. It really is. 
because at first, like you say, they show him on the outside and how he really is. He's like, I'm so sorry, sir. You know, like, and he's like, and Duke is like, I know what's going on in his head. And they just, he just lets it go. And what's funny is the guy, it's like, again, it's in his head. So the one guy is still arguing and doing his thing while Christopher Maloney or the desk clerk is doing his like, blah you know what i mean and it's just yeah and i feel like that it's confirmed that that's how he feels that when raul cuts in front of line which Mm -hmm. oh my gosh so annoying (laughs) like you're the worst and then but he allows it to happen because it shows that it's like i'm in control of this desk right here this is my domain and just like acquiesces to him right away oh mr duke yes here's your room bing bing you know he's like and and they're both really cordial with each other and everything's just smashing (laughs) and the lady's losing her shit off to the side and the dude that was arguing with him is like flabbergasted that this other dude's interaction is going so smoothly like (laughs) he's got to go 16 blocks up the strip and he's just like not having it the dude in the gambling visor Uh, is like Yes. Cut sees and gets he's the like leader blanche. of whiskey delivered yeah. to the room. And he's like, what? He's like, of course. And if you need anything else, ask for Sven. Yes. <laughs> I just loved it. So this second hotel room, mm. um, I think it's so the contrast of watching this one get destroyed mm-hmm. is so different because it's the bright pink carpet yes. and the white walls. The and flamingo. it's very bright. Yeah. Lots of light, lots of mm-hmm. natural light in the room. And when he walks in and we meet Lucy. Mm-hmm. And she attacks him like a dog. <laughs> Biting his ankles and whatnot. <laughs> and when Dr. Gonzo comes out of the bathroom in the modified bedspread turned into like a. Kimono? Yeah. Like I thought it was a kimono. I didn't realize that it was the bedspread. It's another one of those moments where it's like that only makes sense when you're on acid. <laughs> <laughs> like. Everything that's happening in the room uh-huh. only makes sense if you are along with the, on the ride with yes, them. Yes, yes. And so to walk into something like that, I have walked into weird shit like that before where you're just you're like, like, oh, whoa. right. Okay, acid time. I see. We're hallucinating. Okay, I'm going to slow. not on your guys' And level. you do the slow backup. Like you said, you don't turn your back. You slowly back out of the room and you're like, okay, this is happening over there. I'll go over here. Oh my gosh. But, yeah. um, mm. wow. If you thought what happened to the first room was bad, right? Oh my God. Yeah. This place was trashed. But before all the trashing happens, of course, um, Duke again has the, the foresight to be like, oh, wait, this is not a good situation. No. Like, older dude, way younger lady. Like, yeah. I don't know about all this business. Yeah. Which brings me to the conversation in the hallway. Mm hmm. And it is. It's awful. Like yeah. the things that Duke is suggesting that they could yeah. do to Lucy are vile. He's like, what if I just jump you right now and beat the shit out of you? Like, would that be, would that be right? Like, you're saying some crazy stuff. Right. He's, He's like, like I knew you were sick, <laughs> but, but I didn't know. And then, say it. and then he takes the next step up. And it's my third favorite line. <laughs> Which from- is? Yes. Oh. 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 He says oh, it a it bunch just, of times. Oh. <laughs> oh. It's the best way oh. to react to what he said. Because there is no words. He's just flabbergasted. It's so gross. Yeah. It's so 
It, it he even is. says it, at one point we could make like two grand in a day. Yeah. It, yeah. Oh, it's bad. Yeah. And but it, it does get the desired result. I mm-hmm. have to say um, he gets Lucy into a different hotel room mm-hmm. and it would. It, it, you don't want to you don't need to bring a third person into this level of craziness. No. Especially some girl off the plane. No. You and know, then give to I think he really kind of slipped her a Mickey. He said he gave her he, acid. And he gave her acid and she never even had a drink. Like yeah, and it was like, did he give it to her knowing? Did she know? No, that's or, what he said. He's like, I gave her acid and then found out she'd never even had a drink. Yeah. And I'm like, see, this is like loose goosey with the yeah. drugs, you know, like. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, but it was also part of that like time where. Um, during the sequence, Duke goes into this kind of like flashback and he's reminiscing about the 60s and the yeah. counterculture and yeah. this and that and the other thing. And he mentions Timothy Leary, who, um, you know, he just he believed everyone needed to expand their consciousness yes. through LSD. And so yes. he went around the country, like basically speaking to that. And then what Duke says is that essentially all of that was a letdown. Yeah. That my takeaway from it was that it's like, yeah, because it, it doesn't work that way. Like you don't get higher consciousness by just hitting the easy button yeah you know there's different roads to it and there's yeah. different ways that you can like get pieces of it For but sure. it's like a journey not like a it's not a chemical yeah trip. Like, like, it, like yeah but that's what people I, I think what he was saying is that's what people thought they were gonna get and yeah. they didn't get it yeah. and it was like a total disappointment mm-hmm. and that being likened to the american dream yes was what surprised me in this <laughs> movie this time because i was like oh shit you're like making like a like a like a kind of a deep like like a metaphor yeah like there's yeah. this thing that's happening right here in the middle of this mm-hmm. really crazy ass movie yeah. and um it really struck me this time mm-hmm. but everything that happens in this aside from that little section yeah it, this is where the movie kind of makes me um, feel a little sick in my stomach <laughs> so they they go down to the casino they mm-hmm. come back up no they go to, I'm sorry they go to the drug conference yes. <laughs> And, and the there. dude's sitting there telling him about like cannabis. <laughs> He's like, "You're cool. You're groovy. You're what was that? Cool, groovy, hip, hip and square. square. Go from square to hip, hip to groovy, groovy to cool. Yes, all through cannabis. That's how it's done. Nice. Yeah, I didn't know. Did you I, know? I did not know that. Now I, didn't I know. know that there was this like ladder or scale. Yes. Of use right. and where it took you i was like thanks <laughs> if you don't know now you know right G-I Joe. <laughs> awesome <laughs> love it so yeah they they go back upstairs after the after the conference and they had a message from lucy and then she calls mm-hmm. and it freaks it freaks Duke freaks Duke out. Oh no, it's bad. He's like, oh, like they call, they tell her that she called. He hangs up. Then the the phone rings again, and he he can't. He's like, I can't, I can't. Like, oh, this is bad. And so he tells Gonzo about it, and Gonzo comes up with this elaborate plan. And wow, just <laughs> like that too. Like it's so. And I, because of the, when I was watching with the captions on, I mm-hmm. never really processed the conversation. No, and so it really hit me way more. And I'm yeah. like, wow, this yeah. was really well done, oh, sir. Yeah. Acted out. Yeah. All the noise and stuff in the back, kicking yeah. the phone, like doing all that. And then finally ending it with the hang up. And he's like, and that's that. He actually did that. He was like, yeah. like, 
I wash my hands of that. It, it's over now. You see, I handled it. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> oh my gosh. And so yeah. in the in the stress and anxiety, he's like, you know, take some of the adrenochrome, yeah, which doesn't exist. So we'll just okay. So, I was like, really? I yeah, was like, no, wow. Yeah, because me too. And I'm like, I don't, I've never heard he, of this. he was doing it and the whole time he was like, like, you know, he's like thinking about it. Yeah. And then, but he kept doing it. And then even when Gonzo told him to do it, he was like, but only a little bit. Yeah. And so when he kept doing it, I was like, whoa. Ooh. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and when he was doing the weird little like tongue flick thing, like it yes. was almost like it was bitter and sweet. Yeah. You know, he was like, because he was like. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. But then at one point he takes a full like on swig. You know, it's like, oh, dude, like too much, too much. Right. <laughs> that whole, the lighting in this scene mm. and then the, what happens to his eyes, like yeah. whatever contacts they put yeah. into his eyes are really crazy. But then yeah. also all of the stuff that happens to Dr. Gonzo mm. is so beyond i would not i don't think if unless i was paralyzed i would not just sit there for the show if i was him if i was seeing that happen in front of me no at what point he's like those are so (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry he's like those are some great fucking tits right (laughs) And then he turns into this like monster. Oh, it's so bad. (laughs) And like I said, like I've never hallucinated like that. Never, ever, ever. And that would scare me so (laughs) much. I would be like, oh shit. Maybe that's why he couldn't move. You know, like you're just like paralyzed with fear. You're like, oh my God. But you know what's even worse to me? What would have, like, if I was him, mm. what would have screwed me up even more than the hallucination uh-huh. is when Gonzo looks at him and goes, you took too much, man. Yeah. And walks away and goes, too much, man, too much. He's you like, took too much. And I'm like. Then, no, then he says to him, this is my other, my favorite line. He's like, he's like, don't fight it. You know, that causes brain bubbles and right. aneurysms and you'll just shrivel up and die, man. I was like, dude, I'd have been like, what have you given me? Why? Why? Why did you no. tell me to take this? I'm like, uh, my brain's going to explode. Like, uh, like, he's like, don't fight it. Just yeah. let it do its thing. It's like, what? Yeah, not cool. <laughs> you know, it was really, really weird, though. What's that? So. In this hallucination point, mm-hmm. they were talking about where adrenochrome comes from yes. and that it's, you know, the from adrenal live ground human. and then, right, it had something to do with the, the penal gland. Mm-hmm. So when he was checking into the first hotel for the Mint 400, yes. there was a cowboy on the phone in the background and he was talking about a girl that got murdered yes. at the 7-Eleven and he's like, I don't know, off. man, she got her head chopped off. Maybe they were going after her penal, penal gland. gland. Yes. So weird. Yes. And I, because... And it's just like the whole concept when he was talking about chewing on an adrenaline gland. Yeah. And I'm like, and he was like, the guy, owed me, he, the guy owed me money or something like that. He didn't have it. So basically, this is what I what I got from him. I was like, whoa. whoa. I was like, but I was like, was that for real? Like, yeah, it's just, is that really a drug that you can I know. Get? I know. But okay. this is the point where I think that as soon as he goes into the living room and he's doing whatever he's doing and the room was actually intact at this point. And yeah. then when he wakes back up. It's, it's been we don't yeah, even know yeah and it reminded me of a way more intense low down and dirty hangover yeah 
the hangover. I mean, For obviously sure. the hangover came after, but mm-hmm. that whole thing of, I have no idea what happened. He's going yeah. through the recording, yeah. trying to figure it yeah. out. But everything he goes through, yeah. it just like keeps getting worse mm-hmm. and more disturbing. Yes. More puking. Yes. More like stuff on the walls. And I love how the microphone is taped to his head. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a great solution. And then the, the re- and at one point, the recorder is like taped to his chest. So the recorder is taped to his chest and the microphone is like on the side of his head. Like, and yeah, and he's just sitting there just playing back stuff. Yeah. And, and the whole, I, I, the maid, my hat's off to you. Wow. <laughs> Wow, that you just like played along with that so well and got out unscathed. Uh-huh. Like that is that was a brilliant move. But I was like, you're not really gonna get a grand. Oh no, <laughs> no no. But, but the funny thing is, she's like, he tells her, he goes, he goes, you'll get a thousand dollars on the first on the ninth of every month for one phone call. She's like, I do just about anything for that. I'm like, don't tell them that. <laughs> Of all the dudes in the hotel right now, they're like the worst people to tell that to. Right? Like, Seriously. I'd do just about anything for that. No. Absolutes are no. bad. Nevers and always. Stop it. Oh, uh, yeah, but she got out alive. Yeah. Yes. Good job. So she. I hate drugs. I know. <laughs> Oh boy, when and he's going through the no no, and the flashbacks, <laughs> and then the walls are like all crusted oh, over, and yes. the just it's just so foul in there. And the worst part was that I thought the dirty ass bathwater was bad, but when the whole lower section of the sitting area and yeah, the suite it's like, is it's like, like green flooded water, yeah, and his feet are just in it. I was like, dude, how do you trash a hotel this badly? Like, really? What kind of kit do you bring to this party, Terrence? <laughs> It's the super kit, dude. Like, it's got the double strength, like, antibiotic freaking fluids. It's got the highest level of isopropyl alcohol that you can buy. Okay, yeah. pure, pure grade. Pure grade yeah. acetone mm-hmm. and, you know, any, yeah. You might need some, like, foot coverings or something dude, to walk I around in there. I think a full like... fisherman's waiter oh, suit, you know, yeah. that comes, like, up to the neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you might need to have like Iron Man design that yeah. for you, so and it's then, like compact, you know. When, when they check out of this hotel and the people go back in there, oh no! Like the fuck? No, there's a foot of water in here. Oh boy! <laughs> I mean, now we're getting some pumps in. We're just this is like this is serious. They have the carpet's done. Yeah, that's got to be pulled out. Yeah, it's done. Even if there's flooring there, that's well, all no, got to be pulled the, out. Wasn't the ceiling leaking too? Yeah. Like, so something and the else. the bed had the like, it was on fire. Fire. It, like completely burned out. Yeah. Wow. I, what? I, and so in that way, I'm like, I'm so glad we didn't go over everything. <laughs> because like, this is, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. No. No, I don't know. But how if I the was the maid, I might walk in and be like, "I quit." Yeah, this no. I'm not cleaning that room. Like, <laughs> you it. either let me skip this room, or this is my last friggin' day, and I'm walking off the job right now. Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> you might as well just burn this whole room and start over, start anew. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but they get out yeah. again without and, paying. Yeah, and they <laughs> he's got to go. He's got to take Gonzo to the airport. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, no, I skipped something. At some point, they were at that um, 
that place and like off, off, off strip. Yes. You know, and there's the scene I hate. It's the scene I that's just the worst to me uh, with Ellen Barkin in it. They're like the cafe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At first, it seems fine. They're eating. And then it, it goes bad quick. It does. But I, I first, I wonder, does... Like she, because they show her butt is very actuated. You know what I mean? Very shapely. Yeah. Did she have like a booty pop on or something like that? Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I was wondering about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can tell like she's already kind of annoyed, and you know this is kind of her joint in a mm-hmm. way. I mean, she probably doesn't own it, but yeah. you know she's, she's the only like, one working. She's probably the manager. Yeah. Yeah. And the way he asked for water is it's not rude. the nicest yeah. way to ask for it. Two glasses of ice water with ice. Yeah, because we don't know what ice water means, but hey. Um, <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't clear on what you wanted. Yeah. It's confusing. <laughs> and so, yeah, she's kind of a snot, picks her butt. Yeah. Walks to the, gets, gets the, yeah. yeah. And he hands her this napkin. Yes. And when she looks at it, you can see immediately she's super offended. So it says like backdoor beauty. beauty question mark. Yeah. And then he tried to say it was a horse that he owned. Yeah. But it's like, no. No. You know, he, and. And again, you, I just in this moment, I wonder, like, what, where were you going with this? I, I get you're really high on drugs, but mm-hmm. okay, we don't, I guess we don't need to know. And it quickly devolves. It does. He pulls out the knife and starts wielding and stabbing it the, the, into the, like, the counter and stuff, like, and she is shook. It's frozen. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's really bad. And to me, it's that thing of, like, that must be after doing all those drugs and they're up for how we don't even know, yeah. you know, at least like with what, 36 hours at this Easy point. Plus than that. Yeah. Cause... And, and so he's not even like on this planet and she's stuck in all by herself with mm-hmm. this guy who seemingly like could flip and cut sure. her, like kill her really. Yeah. And we, we talked about this before we started recording. Like we know that he's not gonna no. hurt her cause he's just a, drug he's just like coming down off his drugs and yeah. he's just a little wacky yeah yeah but she but doesn't she know, that. know that yeah <laughs> like, people are crazy <laughs> and then, then mix the drugs in yeah, yeah and then it's like when he has her in that place of peer fear and then he has the power and that's when it's like so grimy with the whole thing with the pie yeah and at one point i think is he gonna like smush it in her face yeah right like totally. yeah, yeah like i was like what is he doing it had that feel like, like he was three dollars four dollars five dollars and he like stuffs it into her shirt and yeah yeah it's bad it's really creepy so i was glad when that scene was over yeah and you know again duke reads it like perfectly like mm-hmm. you can just tell that there was something when that, she saw the the blade he said that she'd gone through something like mm-hmm. she had her throat cut or something like yeah. that yeah so you know again that 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 kind of mix of like what happens when these it's one thing if these guys are in a vacuum and they're tripping like this but what happens when they are interacting with yeah. the world it's scary yeah and i certainly would be like the first person like i'm going the opposite direction yeah, seriously those people <laughs> <laughs> i don't want anything to do with it oh my gosh yeah. so then they they get out of the hotel room and they, they gotta go he's gotta get gonzo to, to the, the airport, airport. yep and uh, this this poor this poor beautiful car is also yeah. horribly Trash. destroyed, like the Terrence. Roof horribly. Won't go down now. It's like stuck. It's like up. a teepee in the yeah. back. Like, what is that? It's yeah. sad. How do you rent cars and do that to it? Like, yeah, no, yeah. And they're jamming through Vegas. Mm. And they have to stop for a pedestrian. <laughs> and who is it? Oh, it's Lucy. Uh, With her Streisand. Got portraits. all her Streisand work. 
Some that she drew from TV. From TV. <laughs> and it's the sad. It's so sad. It is. And she sees him and she knows. Yeah. And then Gonzo's trying to block with the map so that she can't <laughs> see. Because like, <laughs> he told her that he messed him up real good. Yeah. And it kicked his teeth out. And now he's a liar. Yeah. 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 So they reroute. Yep. <laughs> they go the long way. And, and they go busting through the fence. Yeah, and that's probably the part where I'm like, this, no way, There's no is way this is ever truly going happened. to happen. Yeah. Like, this can't happen. No. Could it have happened then? I, I don't know. It just seems so unreal to me. Yeah, no. That and they that, would let him on the plane. Yeah, and and not have the police all around them. Oh, and, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and he tells him, he's like, just tell him that you were hitchhiking to the airport and I picked you up. That was his excuse. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he's able to get on. And then he does the classic... Uh, Richard Nixon. Oh, right. He's like, oh, oh, oh. And then he takes off again. Seems so strange to me that he would just be able to leave the airport after all of that. But hey, Mm -hmm. okay. And I kind of like how we say goodbye as quickly as we said hello. Mm -hmm. And in the same fashion, on the same road, in a car, you know, in a convertible. And it's like, and now I'm out. Yeah. And we know he's going back to LA and, and that insane trip is over. Yeah. And it, also just builds on that whole thing about like you know what's what goes on in vegas stays in vegas Mm -hmm. but in this instance like they really or maybe why the the expression exists in the first place is like do you remember what happened in vegas (laughs) to say what happened in vegas he's got the recordings yes he does as blurred as they are (laughs) right right so i thought it was interesting that a lot of people hate this movie because it doesn't have like a, a, a nice singular straightforward narrative mm-hmm. you know it, you, it is kind of a mood thing if you're yeah. not in the right mood for it it, yeah, it can it. it can be bad yeah but i liked what gene siskel said about the film he thought it was such a great place to play that experiment out for sure about the american dream in las vegas the city of excess the city mm-hmm. of you know it's like it's money yeah it's all of these things that kind of I think America doesn't always want to embody, but it really mm-hmm. is a big part of who we are. For sure. Go and, to Vegas and strike it rich. Right. right? Yeah. 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 Um, we were talking in Gremlins about how they never tell you the repercussions yeah. of, you know, doing too many drugs. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is the answer. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I was this saying is how, why. I was saying how I've seen people and I'm like, dude, what is up with that person? And in this movie, it's like, okay. Maybe they were doing a little bit of the ether. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. Like I'm saying, like I've seen some stuff and I'm just like perplexed. I'm like, dude, how did you get there? Like, were you, what were you drinking to make you do this? And then I see this and I'm just like. Mm, Ether. Yeah. Yeah. Sniffing that ether. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. (laughs) But it was a good pick. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. It was good. It was amusing. Yes. Like I said, I liked it. And then, like I said, there's always those moments where it just makes you laugh out loud. And then there's the moments where it makes you cringe. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, ah, oh, Jesus. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it definitely uh, has a, a good mix of both. Yes, no doubt. No yeah. doubt. So what are we going to watch this week? So this week, I want to watch Carrie. Nice. 1976. Ooh. Yeah. Right. We haven't done a 70s film for a while. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. I'm excited. Me too. So we'll watch it's been, that. It's been a little while since I've it, seen it. I, I have to say, I was probably a kid. Like, oh, Probably fun. like a yeah, like a teenager. Ooh, okay. That, I ooh, saw this. I'm really yeah. excited to talk to you about it then. Because yeah. I've seen it more recent than that. But Okay. 
Nice. Scary? I don't remember. No. No? It's not scary, but it is the first Stephen King adaptation that was successful, if I if I recall correctly. Okay. Sweet. Okay. Well, I'm thank excited. you. I'm excited. Thank you, everybody. We really appreciate you. Always. And I uh, look forward to uh, talking about... Carrie. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Super excited about it. Can't you tell? Me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Thank you again for downloading. We hope you liked it. Real Nostalgic is produced by Hollis Lazzarini with additional support from me, Terrence McHenry. Our logo was designed by Carissa Westfall. Please check out our website, realnostalgic.com. Like, share, subscribe, and write to us. We'd love to hear from you.